Tonight, everyone, we're going to be talking about a Shackley product that was many, many years in the making. Vivix is an extraordinary product. Shackley worked for years uh, with the University of Georgia to create a product that was made from an herb where they get the resveratrol and a very special panel of compounds, polyphenols from muscadine grapes, putting it all together into a substance that does genetic regulation. Now, there are powerful antioxidants in this product, but it's actually a genetic regulator. And we're gonna go through what that actually means, so what it does in our body, and what are the implications. And so, you know, aging has a number of components. It has a functional component. Uh, as we get older, we wanna keep being able to do things. We wanna be able to, uh, you know, be as vital as we can. We need to make uh, adjustments for our age, but not huge adjustments. You don't wanna, we don't wanna be like, you know, some studies show that the, uh, after, after a certain age, the average person can't really pick up a 10-pound weight. We don't, we don't want to be that way. We want to have full, as full use of our body as we possibly can. We want to look as good as we can. That may not be the most important thing, but, you know, uh, it's important. We want to feel like, uh, you know, we look vital. We look healthy. Obviously, we're going to look like we don't look at age 65 or 75 or 85 or 95 and look at 18 but we can have that glow of health. And I think anyone who has been around Shackley folks knows the phenomenon is really hard to guess people's age because people look healthy. And so we want that. We also want to be as free from disease as we possibly can. So what is the most important thing? Well, the most important thing, Jeff Bloomberg from Tufts years ago in the early 80s when we were at a conference in, um, Washington, D.C. was talking about antioxidants. He said, folks, it's all about genetics. It's, uh, it's all about your genes, actually. It's all about your DNA. He said, your DNA gets hit million, every strand, million times a day, as I understand, by oxidative species. You know, we need oxygen because it gives life, but it also creates oxidative uh, species that attack. So it's kind of a two-edged two sword. So our, the health of our body is a dynamic equilibrium between the destructive element of oxygen and life-giving element of oxygen. And so it's our body's job is to put everything back together if it gets attacked by these oxidative uh, particles. So uh, the whole idea with maintaining health late into life is to have your cells operate properly and to replicate properly. If our cells get bombarded and they don't and the DNA strands get mutated, then it's a typo and the cell will go ahead and replicate, but it'll replicate with that typo. And this is, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist, and so this is a layman's understanding. So for all you scientists who may be, be out there cringing, my apologies, but this is approximately correct. That it's all about ourselves. It's all about cellular integrity, and cellular integrity is all about lifestyle. It's primarily about diet, but it's also about exercise. It's also about sleep. It's also about how we handle our inner world, our spiritual world, if we will. So all of these, uh, all these elements are really important, but diet stands primary in my view, because if we eat things that damage our health or we don't eat enough of the compounds that actually build our health, then we're in real serious trouble. Our cells simply can't be healthy, they can't replicate, and you get premature aging.
I bet you didn't know this, or maybe you did, that study estimates that Americans on the average consume three hamburgers and four orders of, four orders of French fries each week. As Dr. Dagley uh, pointed out, I hate to break it to you, but French fries are not vegetables. They might have been a vegetable, but by the time they, you grow a special potato for the vegetable, oftentimes it's genetically modified, and then you slice the veg, slice it, and then you fry it in oil that is being used again and again, you put a whole lot of salt on it, uh, if that's a vegetable, we can probably do without it. And so a lot of studies show that foods high in the wrong kind of fat create biological stress response, response, mark, response markers, which over time can contribute to cellular aging. So it's really about having as useful a cell metabolism and structure as we possibly can. So, uh, also, did you know that the number and function of mitochondria, now you probably remember from 10th grade biology class, that mitochondria are the little cellular furnaces. It's where uh, sugars are broken down uh, and energy is released. A lot more complicated than that, but that's basically it. They're like, think of it as little cellular furnaces. And so over time, and particularly if your diet isn't, isn't good, then your mitochondria start to either break down or decline, or they decline completely and die, and apparently, as I understand, release toxins uh, into the cell. And again, as we talked about, each cell in your body is assaulted a million, with a million free radical effects and damage the cell's DNA. And then accumulation of this glop called glycation end products, AGE, which is apparently a cross-linked sugar and protein that just creates this plaque or gook inside of our cell. And I've, as I've heard someone describe it, you know, if you have a house and you have one bag of garbage in your house, it gets old, it may be a little unpleasant, but you can probably live in the house. If you have 10,000 bags of garbage in your house, you can't live in the house. It ruins the house. And so if you can have a little bit of this, uh, these AGE particles, advanced vacation end product particles or products, but if they too much accumulate, they actually make the cell, in one scientist's words, dim, or they kill a cell outright with all of the negative ramifications there. So finally, there is a way to solve aging at the cellular level. Now, I uh, will be the first to say that uh, eating Vivix, drinking Vivix, or having Vivix liquid gels are not the only way to slow aging at the cellular level. Really good diet slows aging at the cellular level. Proper exercise slows aging at the cellular level. Getting enough sleep absolutely slows aging at the cellular level. Thinking nice thoughts and practicing good mental hygiene and proper relationships with others and avoiding the kind of emotions that create chaos in our, in our body physically. Uh, I posted something on my wall, uh, uh, a Buddhist saying, uh, or apparently a saying attributed to Buddha. I don't know whether it was or not, but it was, it was a good saying. It was something like, um, you will not punished because you become angry. You will be punished by your anger. So if people allow themselves a lot of kind of sloppy internal thinking and anger and all that kind of stuff, it negatively impacts your cells. And so we want to avoid that. And all that said, the particular compounds in Vivix are extraordinarily powerful, as you'll see from the science that we're going to be looking at, um, for actually slowing the aging at the cellular level. And this is an extremely good thing. 
So we already talked about this, that uh, Vivix is a uh, proprietary blend of, polyphen of polyphenols from muscadine grapes and um, resveratrol that we get from an herb and a few other ingredients that creates this extraordinary compound that in laboratory tests is 10 times more powerful than the resveratrol alone for slowing a key mechanism of cellular aging. And we'll also see some slides that are comparisons of uh, resveratrol alone and Vivix and nothing when cells are stressed. It's kind of, kind of one of my favorite uh, slides in the, in the science deck. So here we go. And we've talked about uh, muscadine grapes have unique properties. Uh, bioactive polyphenols, uh, and we'll talk more about that later. This is kind of science, Vivix science light. Uh, I have some slides from Dr. Bruce Daggy that is Vivix science heavy. Maybe we'll do that one day. But for night, we'll just say that these are, you know, Vivix have, has a unique polyphenol profile that is proprietary. Okay, so what does Vivix do? It does four separate things. It improves cell defense, it increases cell energy, it promotes cellular repair, and it optimizes cell performance, reduces advanced glycation end products. So first thing, so this was a study that was done with a number of college students. And the biological stress response is a approved term when we're talking about the potential for disease uh, for uh, inflammation. So when you see biological stress response, it equals inflammation. Inflammation is a good thing in the you cut yourself and these tissues become inflamed and things get protected and whatnot. It's a natural response. But if you have a generalized infl inflammatory response in your body, that is a very, very, very bad thing. It is very detrimental to your health. Again, kind of beyond my pay grade to explain all of that, but just take, it, take my word for it that you do not want inflammatory response uh, happening in your body if you possibly can stay far healthier if your general inflammation level is very low. And at some point I'll get Dr. Steve Cheney or Dr. Daggy or Dr. Painter to come on and talk more about the details of that, but take my word forward for it tonight. You don't want inflammation going on. So these students ate a typical high fat meal. I think it was about 1,000 to 1,100 calorie, uh, like McDonald's or you know, kind of high fat, high meal, quote-unquote meal. And then they looked at the um, infl inflammatory response. Well, if you look at the top line, the control group that wasn't taking Vivix, the inflammatory response takes off and stays high for five hours. Now, the second group, that was a control group, the experimental group, ate the same meal and had a teaspoon of Vivix. And you see what happened the inflammation response was almost totally blunted. In other words, there was no significant inflammatory response from that punishing meal. Now, does that mean that you ought to go out and eat fast food all the time and just take Vivix? No, of course not. But it's very, very important to, un to understand that even in the face of that assault on the body, the Vivix key ingredients kept the inflammatory response flat, which is a really pretty cool thing. And 
I don't recall which studies were done at which. I think this might have been SUNY Buffalo uh, did this. It was uh, SUNY Buffalo and uh, University of Tennessee did quite a bit of work with these. So this is a really cool thing. One of the things that happened about nine years ago, I started to uh, bike. I had a pretty nice bike, but it was, it was a hybrid because I didn't want to have a road bike and then another bike for town. So I, I settled on a hybrid bike, which is kind of like a road bike, but it's quite a bit heavier. I hadn't really biked a lot and I went out with a bike group and guys who ride some, you know, 200 miles a week. And I was riding with him and they said, what do you do to train? And I go, um, I ride to the meditation dome and back twice a day. They said, get out of here. You shouldn't be able to do what you do. I had been taking Vivix for, I think, three or four years, two or three years at that point. And, you know, I think one of my, uh, one of the, my capacity to ride a bike faster and harder than the average person who did almost no training may have had something to do with the health and the number of mitochondria that I had. Because if you look at the control group here, this, by the way, is a muscle cell and the lubes patches are mitochondria. So you can see that the mitochondria are kind of distributed around the control. Now, you have a muscle cell that has been bathed in resveratrol or you know, subjected to resveratrol in, in some appropriate way. Well, you'll see more mitochondria. And then you look at Vivix and you see all kinds of mitochondria. So what Vivix does is it helps fix mitochondria that are broken or that are not doing well. And it induces mitochondrial biogenesis, which means that it helps mitochondria actually duplicate, have more mitochondria. So it's like if you had a house, big house, and you had seven furnaces and uh, it's a big house and one of them conks out, you're probably not so bad, but three or four of them conk out, you're in trouble. So it's just like fixing your furnaces and then maybe making more furnaces. So every analogy gets a little strained. I think that would got a little strained, but in any case, you get the idea that this is great for improving your mitochondrial situation in your cells. So number three, cellular repair. So in a laboratory study, Vivix key ingredients were shown to protect and repair cellular DNA. Well, again, folks, it's all about the integrity of your cellular DNA. If your cellular DNA is attacked and it doesn't come back together, that's what Jeff Bloomberg uh, told us, said every DNA strand is attacked multiple, multiple times during the day. It's inevitable because we take oxygen in, right? We breathe. Even normal digestion, free radicals come from sun and from environmental pollutants and from getting mad or getting jealous or, you know, all, all kinds of reasons why that might be, might happen. And so what, in order to maintain health, your body has to be able to go in and repair that DNA back to where it's supposed to be. So when it duplicates, it doesn't duplicate with a bunch of typos. And so the Vivix key ingredients protect and help repair cellular DNA, which I think is actually pretty cool. And then cellular performance. This is another really, really fun story. If you look at the formation of advanced glycation end products, resveratrol does in fact inhibit that but the Vivix polyphenol blend inhibits it dramatically more. And again, the age proteins are like the bags of garbage in your house. 
you don't want too many bags of garbage. But hopefully you don't want any bags of garbage. But if you're gonna have bags of garbage, you wanna have a very small number. And so this allows the cell to operate properly. If they have a whole bunch of this plaque in it, it makes the cell function not so well or actually too much and it can actually kill the cell, which is not a good thing at all. Okay, so here is a fun bunch of slides. These are some of the slides that Dr. Daggy provided to me. So here is the setup of this particular study. Human pancreatic cells were exposed to a control or resveratrol vivix or vivix active ingredients. Pancreatic cells were bathed in resveratrol, another petri dish, I, I suppose, was bathed in Vivix active ingredients. Then the treatment was washed away. Then the cells were challenged by oxidative stress. I think in this particular instance, it was an acid that was put in. And then the DNA damage was imaged and measured. And I think there was also a dish that was part of the experiment that didn't have any treatment at all. So there was three dishes, pancreatic cells that had no treatment, pancreatic cells that were bathed in resveratrol, pancreatic cells that were bathed in Vivix active ingredients. Treatment washed away, cells exposed to acid stress for five minutes, and then the DNA damage was imaged and measured. And this particular graph is called a comet graph, because what it actually measures is the debris field around the DNA because the DNA gets blown up, you know, gets destroyed by the, by the stress. And so here is all that's left of the DNA. See that little blob on the left, a little faint blob like something out in the uh, solar system on the left. And that big hazy slightly lighter green area is the debris field of all of the DNA that got blown up, if you will. Okay, so this is the DNA of the cells bathed in resveratrol. Much better, right? If you look at not much left here, there's a good bit left, but then you see this big, huge debris field of DNA that was kind of pulled apart and destroyed. Are you ready for this? That's really cool. Here's Vivix. So here's the three together. No intervention whatsoever, resveratrol and Vivix. Now let me ask you folks, very simple question. You want blown up DNA or unblown up DNA? I think it's probably a pretty easy answer. I'll take the DNA, the Vivix DNA. It's not amazing, it really is quite amazing. Now, the last slide I'll show you is something that, again, Dr. Daggy and uh, Francis Lau helped two doctors, Dr. McHugh and Dr. Hollins, who were optometrists and eye doctors. They were started to experiment. I guess they had a chapter distributor, and chapter distributor told them about Vivix, and so they started to experiment with their patients, just having them use Vivix. And they looked at macular degeneration, age-related macular degeneration. Now, as I understand, again, I'm not a scientist, but I'm doing my best to channel Dr. Daggy and Dr. Cheney. Age-related macular degeneration under all other conditions that I'm aware of and that I've heard of from my scientist friend, there's never been a study that shows that 
there's any protocol that can do anything but slow the progression of macular degeneration. In fact, this AREDS2, that is an acronym for a particular uh, nutritional profile, uh, a bunch of nutrients that have been known or put together, clinically shown, to diminish the rate of progression of macular degeneration. So here are patients that are on the AREDS formulation and the control groups on Bivix. And I believe they found that about 75% of their patients actually had a reversal of macular degeneration. That's absolutely mind-boggling. This was a, uh, what they call a poster that was presented in 2015 at an eye conference. So this is really quite an extraordinary thing. And Dr. Daggy had an experiment. He had a scan of his retina. And he found that these little drusen, which are little lesions on the retina, which apparently the mechanism that's proposed here is that something in the ingredients in Vivix help heal the drusen. So he got a scope of his eyes and then he started using Vivix. And when he came back, the doctor came in, this is astounding, he said, see this, this there used to be a drusen here, there isn't a drusen anymore. So that, folks, is really kind of the story. It's amazing that Shackley Science is able to pull this kind of thing off. We who are involved with Shackley can be justifiably proud of the company for having the capacity to even create something like this.